The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I have to say I'm a little disappointed that we don't have video for you today because our guest is an extremely successful fitness trainer and client engagement specialist. Hmm. Say no more. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host Shirley Dalton and if you're a regular listener to our show, you know that my aim is always to bring you the experts to help you personally and professionally to create your ideal business lifestyle. Today we're talking to someone who, like you, was very successful running his own business but finding that the more successful he was, the less time he had for himself and for keeping in touch with clients. Today's guest, successful fitness trainer and co-founder of Off Day Trainer, David Pitts. Welcome, David. Shirley, thank you so much for having me. It's It's an honor to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure and I've been doing my research and I'm totally impressed and in awe of what you've been able to produce and to create and uh, we'll let our listeners know about that uh, as we go through the interview. So David, I always like to start by giving our audience some background on our guests. You're a co-founder of Off Day Trainer and I know with my Aussie accent I, I need to be mindful with that. It's a, <laughs> it's a text message automation, lead generation and client management platform which was built specially for fitness professionals and as a former gym owner, fitness sales manager and personal trainer, you certainly know fitness. But more importantly for our audience today, you've learned how to make not just fitness professionals successful using technology but service industry professionals in general and how to accelerate their sales cycle and retain clients longer. Off Day Trainer, a lead generation and client engagement SaaS platform, was developed for the $3.4 trillion health and wellness industry, collectively sending 7 plus million text messages per month, leading to your inclusion on the Inc. 5000 list for fastest growing companies. And personally, you are accredited with the National Association for Fitness Certification, or NAFC. So David, when I was doing my research for our interview, I was fascinated to learn how Off Day Trainer, or ODT, came to be. Could you please share your story with our listeners? Yeah, you know, as you mentioned, my background is health and fitness. I wasn't always... Uh, real savvy with with software and technology, so you know I have about 15 years of experience uh, as a fitness professional. I started off as your your general 
certified trainer at your big box gym or your health club, and I, I worked my way up into a management position there where I was managing uh, 20 or more trainers at a time, and really that evolved into opening my own my own gym, <coughs> and and throughout this process and and with my growth and both with my training career and in business, I learned a lot of things. And one of the things that I learned was uh, being a fitness professional, we are in the service industry. We, we provide a service to our clients. And if we can't do that well, well, we're not going to be in business for long. Mm -hmm. So I started obsessing over that and, and not – and not just obsessing over providing a, a, a world-class experience to my clients when they were at the gym with me, mm -hmm. but also when I wasn't around. So it went above and beyond the gym and the training session. You know, I was connecting with my clients and engaging with my clients outside of the session. And by doing so, my clients got great results, and it, it was a, a great experience for me. So, you know... It, Needless to say, they loved me for providing that extra attention outside of the session. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, but my challenge with this solution here was it wasn't really scalable, mm -hmm. right? So it wasn't real challenging for me to, to connect on a personal level with, with five or ten clients or whatever that small number might be. But as my list grew and as I, I began to service more people and, and acquire more clients, I had spread myself thin, and I wasn't able to provide the same value to each of my clients when I had a large number uh, as I could with fewer clients. So I started looking for ways to kind of scale scale some of the things that I was doing manually, and that's really where <clears throat> the whole concept of off-day trainer was born. And it's an interesting name for the business, off-day trainer. So how did that come about? Yeah, so initially what I was doing is I was the trainer trying to find ways to differentiate myself from, from the competition. And at the time, everyone in the industry seemed to be obsessing over the next best workout methodology or, or the next best diet, right? And, and I learned that, you know, every one of my clients did what they were supposed to do when they were with me. But the reality is not every one of your clients are going to achieve success. And, and, and it's not necessarily that I or anyone is a bad trainer, but, but really it's, it's the fact that they're with the trainer on average two or three times a week. Mm -hmm. So there's four or five days in the week where they're not with their trainer. And there's 23 hours a day, even on the days they work with the trainer, that, that they're not with their trainer, right? So, mm -hmm. so they need to hold themselves accountable, and they need to keep themselves motivated and disciplined when their trainer isn't around. Mm -hmm. So rather than obsessing over what I could do for them during our sessions, I started obsessing over how I could influence their behavior when they weren't with me. So again, like it wasn't about the, the workout program as much as it was like, you know what, if, if all of my clients would just do something when I wasn't around, I just want you to sweat. I don't care if you go for a walk. I don't care. It, you know, if, if you could do these little things consistently, then in the long run, you're going to develop big results and, and, and more importantly, a lifestyle change. Right, I was trying to change behavior uh, to where it was a lifestyle change, and not just an extreme uh, transformation to where you know you completely stop eating all the foods you like, and then you you know you drop 20 pounds, but then 
two months later, you know, you can't live that way, so you put all your weight back on as soon as you go back to those foods. Mm-hmm. So, so my obsession really was just doing the little things on a, on a daily basis and providing that touch point to remind my clients of their goals and why they're important to them. And I started texting them little simple workout challenges to do. I started texting them, you know, uh, healthy recipes, like links I would find online to, to these healthy recipes I wanted them to try. I would ask them how they were feeling. I would ask them to grade their efforts on, on the days they weren't with me, which we refer to as their off days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on and so forth. And by doing this, you know, I really became known as like the results guy in my area. And people were wondering what the heck I was doing during my sessions. And it, it wasn't about what I was doing during my sessions. Of course, I always pride myself in, in delivering world-class uh, training sessions. But, but what I was obsessing over was the time my clients weren't with me. And I think that's what, what made me unique and, and different to, to the market. Oh, I love it. I love it. There is just so much in that story of what you've told us there uh, that most small business people can relate to. And I love that you talk about there about differentiating yourself and you found a way to take it out of the gym time that people were spending with you. And um and as a systems person myself, I, I love how you've been able to systemize that and how to scale it. And when you were talking about keeping people motivated and accountable, I remember a friend of mine in Australia, he's, uh, he was older, I think he was in his 60s, and for his health he was told that he had to get a personal trainer. And um, he decided that he would offer the trainer, he said, oh, I'll pay you some more money, um, you know, to be motivated. And she looked at him and she said, I'm already motivated. I'm not the one who needs motivating. <laughs> so, and, and so you found a way and, and that's there where your name for it came. It's on the off days. I love it. Absolutely. That's right. Mm. And, and I also love the entrepreneurial spirit there. So here's a problem. How can I solve it? Where uh, other people may be inclined to say, oh, this is too hard or I'm over it, sell it, get rid of it. But in fact, what you did is you, you've gone on to find a solution. So how did that happen? Well, it goes back to the fact that I I managed a lot of trainers over the years, so it wasn't just something that I recognized with my own personal experiences. Uh, it was something that I saw consistently, especially with my more successful trainers, mm-hmm. right? So this wasn't necessarily an an issue for um, the the trainers who had fewer clients who were new. I mean, of course, I, I always taught them to to try to influence client behavior outside of the session um, to deliver that that ultimate experience. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't really a challenge until until you began to to start working with a lot of people. And then it's like, man, how do I scale this? There's only one of me, and there's only so much time in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to treat all of my clients like they're my only client. And that was my mentality. And that was the same mentality that I brought to my trainers was, Every one of your clients are paying you a lot of money, and, they, and they're expecting a certain result, and, mm-hmm. and more importantly, an experience. And I'm a huge advocate of, of the experience, whether it's in the fitness industry or, or any type of business model where you're, you're servicing your clients or your customers. Um, I think first and foremost, if you deliver the experience, then, then re- the retention numbers with that particular customer or client will follow. Mm-hmm. And, 
And for me, especially early in my career, I would obsess over the results. And I found many, in many cases that, that I cared more about the client results than they cared about. You know, they would tell me, look, I'm, I, I love coming here and, and it feels good to work out. And even though I told you initially I wanted to lose 12, 20 pounds, uh, I've lost 14 and I feel great. And, and I would, of course, you know, drill them and try to get those last six pounds off them. And then I realized, you know what? It's not about that. Mm -hmm. It's really just about improving their quality of life through, through health and fitness. And if I can, you know, this sounds so cheesy, but I used to always preach to my trainers. And, and what I took the most pride in about, about my career and my profession was I had the unique opportunity to be the best part of somebody's day every day I went to work. So a lot of the times I would get clients who would come in and they would have, uh, you know, they'd have a, a long day at work where they're stressed and they'd be having a rough day or they're fighting with their spouse or, you know, they're stressing about the kids or school or whatever it is that's going on. And, and just for that moment when they come in to meet with me, it's like, okay, let's disconnect from all of that stuff. Let's focus on you. Let's focus on getting better. Let's, let's progress towards these goals. And no matter how they felt at the beginning of the session, Every single time I worked with a client, I made sure when they left and we had that high five that said, you know, great job, you got better today, they were in a better place both mentally and physically. And, and that's what I took the most pride in and, and one of my favorite things about the job. Fantastic. Well, that's a really good place for us to stop and have a break. And when we come back, let's look at then how you were able to come up with a solution that enabled you to continue that experience that you were giving for people to get their results and make it work for yourself as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You 
are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And wow, you know, it's really interesting for me and you know that I love talking business and just in that first segment there talking with David Pitts, David has gone from a fitness trainer, gym owner to being a really successful business person and if you listen to what David has been telling us today, there's his philosophy of looking after the client and giving them the best experience and also a feeling like that they are the only one. And then we've looked at solving problems. So how can I scale this? Because it's working for my clients, but it's not necessarily working for me or the business and then the systems. And so now I really want to congratulate you on that because not everybody makes that transition from practitioner to successful business person. And so once you realized that, you know, you had your system and you wanted to scale it, how then did you come about actually creating the technology or solving that problem? Yeah, so I was able to identify everything that I was doing manually that generated the results and the experience that both myself and my clients were looking for. So I was identifying, you know, uh, best practices on, and, and this could go well outside of the, the health and wellness space. So, so if you think business best practices, I was analyzing, you know, when I acquired a lead, what was the best way for me to, to acquire that lead? Uh-huh. And then when do I follow up with that lead to ensure that they, can, that they engage and reply and then that this lead turns into an, an active client or an active customer. So I was writing down how to follow up with leads, you know, what messages worked best, the timing in which I should, should send these text messages, follow-up messages if they, don't, if they don't respond, and then if they do, what am I asking them, and so on and so forth. So I went through this whole onboarding process of, of collecting a lead, uh, getting the information I need from them, scheduling a, an appointment to meet with them, which is my opportunity to, to sell my services, and then making the sale. Uh-huh. And then from there, it was like, okay, now how do, I, how do I connect with this person so that I create what I like to call a client for life, right, or a customer for life, somebody who's going to stay with me forever because I provide the best service to this person. So now we're looking at, you know, from the fitness world, we're looking at, you know, the the experience that I provide during the training sessions as well as what's happening outside of the sessions because I'm not the trainer who likes to charge per session. I'm the trainer who likes to, to charge for a service model, so I would charge per month rather than saying per session, here's what you're getting because it's not just value from me during the session. I'm also going to be connecting with you and engaging with you in multiple ways outside of the session to deliver this experience you know, for you. Uh-huh. So what I did is I identified all of these best practices, and I even went as far as like, how do I engage and connect with people who stopped working out with me? You know, to continue to make sure I provide value to them, and if they happen to fall off track, you know, I'm right there, top of mind, to reactivate them into my into my client list. <clears throat> so I've identified all of these best practices, right? And uh-huh. then. Um, 
ironically, one of my longtime clients was the CEO of this text messaging company. And once I had this this plan put together, I, I pitched him my idea, and he absolutely loved it. Um, and, and as a training client of mine, uh, he totally understood the value in it. And then also having that that expertise within the the text messaging world. So in a sense, we just kind of combined forces, mm -hmm. and and we assembled this team of, of sales and, and marketing and tech, like the developers and programmers and, and all of this stuff to create our product. Um, and really that's where we're at. So now and then we just then it was to the drawing board and, and, and figuring prioritizing you know what's most important, what we consider our minimum viable product, like what is what is going to make us unique and what is going to make us valuable to the marketplace. And we start there and we just get something out there. And then we continue to, to test it and, and develop it and tweak it and so on and so forth until, you know, until we got something that we're proud of. And that's a mistake that a lot of people make is that they want something to be perfect before they go to market, by which stage it's no longer viable for the market. So I think that's a really good point there that you've made is that you're not waiting for it to be perfect. It's the minimum viable product and then you're putting it out there and testing it and developing it. And, you know, listeners, if, if you're looking at your own business here and thinking about um, your lead generation activities and what's your system, and then if you've got that down pat, like David was saying, then maybe there's opportunity for you to be able to automate that. And as you were talking about that, David, it reminded me of when I worked in the tutoring franchise organisation, very similar thing. You know, a parent would ring up and say, oh, my kid's having problems at school. And then, um, you know, what was the right time to follow them up, to make an appointment, um, similar to you, where they could come in and then they could give an assessment and, and then, you know, the child either came for lessons or didn't and following up. So, you know, very similar, even though they're different in industries and, and so once you've uh, then created this uh, uh, text messaging um, product so you, you then I'm guessing took it to market to say to other people well how about this um, and that's part of uh, where you're going now I see as a as a business person not just in the fitness industry um, so let's talk a little bit about that and then want to come back and talk about the importance of engaging your clients and the difference between communicating with them and engaging with them and why it's important. But um, but just to finish off on, on your entrepreneurial journey thus far, so so you've you've created the, the text messaging product, then what? Yeah, so we created the product and then I actually um, of course, we run through like the beta testing before you release it. So uh, what that would mean is, is we test it out with, with some beta subjects, people who, who are willing to, to beat up the system for us and, and provide feedback. And then we analyze the data, collect the data, analyze the data, and tweak the platform until it's ready to launch. And then we launched it to a, a specific group of, of fit pros in the industry. So. Uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Todd Durkin, is very successful in the industry, and he has a a mentorship group that he that he mentors of about 200 fit pros. So we we did an exclusive uh, release to these 200 fit pros initially, and we used them as like our our live 
case study to where we continue to develop the, the product um, based off their feedback, what they loved about it, what they didn't love about it, um, and, and got their clients' feedback, which was really important to me um, as we were dealing with automation. Uh, what I didn't want is to, for anyone to think that we were trying to replace the trainer with mm -hmm. our service model. What I wanted to do is, is help the trainer better connect with their clients and grow their business by providing better results and a better experience. So the last thing I wanted to do was remove the human component to 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 the training industry, right? That's not something that's going to happen. And, uh -huh. and I think service in general, it's very it's very important to recognize the value of the human interaction. And I'm somebody who believes that technology will never be able to replace that. So we weren't trying to replace that. We were trying to enhance that by just connecting and providing those touch points and so on and so forth to enhance the client-trainer relationship. So we did that, and then and then we launched it. You know, we we released it at a big event as our as our general release date, and 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 from there, you know, we just started advertising and marketing and and so on and so forth, and continuing to build and, and update the platform, which is where we're at today. Yeah, well, I mean, it's successful because you're listed now on the Inc. 5000 fastest growing company. So <laughs> well done to you. Thank you. Yeah. And and so uh, looking at that and talking about different industries, then uh, there's obviously the opportunity for you to expand into other service industries. So you have some plans around that. Yeah, absolutely. So when we when we wrote this technology, I mean, we did a lot of industry research before, obviously before investing in any type of technology. Uh, we did our research, and there was there was nothing out there like what we were doing. Of course, there's other text providers, uh, but what makes us unique is the personalized automated text messaging that we provide for our users. So. Um, for with the trainers or the fitness, we were able to send automated text messages to their leads or to their clients that were personalized. So our system is smart enough to recognize each of those leads by name or each of those clients by name and send them uh, a message that's relevant to, to their goals or their status or, or whatever it is. So it feels like the trainer sent it directly. And now this really allows you to scale. If you if you consider like you know the the time it takes to follow up with every lead your business ever acquires, you know you need to let's say for example you you know you need to send them a, every lead your business ever acquires within 24 hours of meeting that person or making that that point of contact. Well, that could be challenging. Mm -hmm. um, but when you have a system that will do it for you, now you're really capitalizing on, on every opportunity and nobody's falling through the cracks. And this also allows us to scale um, in regards to the service model when you're providing a service and just really, um, you know, the value of touch points and right, reminding, your, reminding your customers of, of what they should be doing or, 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 or of their goals or whatever it might be to kind of influence their behavior. <laughs> So we got a, we filed a patent on on this technology of of the automated personalized message, and it took about two years, but we got a patent approved. So we have a patent on this technology. So now we can go to different verticals. So so basically, anyone who's looking to help somebody else achieve a goal, like if you're utilizing automated messaging, we own that technology. 
So what's cool now is if you think about it, <clears throat> we can go after restaurant owners, uh, hair salons, anyone in fitness or coaching or, or even like a, a pilot or, or in the medical field, you, you consider like a doctor providing somebody a subscription or whatever it might be where, where you need to send out a message to somebody reminding them of what they should be doing or trying to incentivize them to come purchase a product from your restaurant or from your store, whatever it might be. Um, we have the ability to send those messages out automatically for you and to keep your content personalized. Wow. Which is imperative in business today. Yes, and, and it's very innovative when you think about it. You know, if you think about the autoresponders that, uh, first of all, we would send out a bulk message that, uh, hi, everybody, and, and then we thought we were really clever because we could say, hi, David, and hi, Shirley, but now you've gone one step further, and then you're, you're taking that technology and being able to apply that to other industries, which is relevant. I know um, in Australia, my hairdresser used to send a text message and say, you know, confirm your appointment and so did my dentist but you know I'd get that a day or two before the appointment what you're talking about here is something that is really being specifically customized to either a person who's a prospective customer or somebody that is a customer so I'm going to have a quick break now and when we come back now that we've we've looked at this whole business model let's look at some of the lessons that you've learned regarding engaging and communicating with your clients stay with us we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. 
Wow. Are you enthused and inspired by David's story? I know I certainly am. It's just so engaging. And in fact, we were laughing on the break there that, uh, you know, I'm I'm missing the cues for the time because I'm so engrossed in listening to David's story. And there's so much there in terms of business acumen as well. So, David, now that you've got the technology down and you've talked about the system there and, you know, you're, you're looking at helping other service professionals to be able to engage with their customers. What's the difference between communicating with them and engaging them and why is it important? Yeah, that's a great question and, and I really think what it comes down to is, is the quality of, uh, of the engagement. So the difference is I can send out a message and if people kind of read that text or, or and kind of dismiss it or, or, or they, it resonates with them, but they may or may not take action, um, then it, it's one thing. But when you can send a message and perhaps you ask for a response or you ask for them to take action based on the message and then resp- reply uh, based on their action taken, um, then it creates a completely different dynamic. And now you have somebody who's completely engaged with, with everything that you're sending them. And for example, uh, uh, maybe, maybe I send a text message to one of my clients that just says, hey, you know, make sure you eat healthy and get your workout in today. That's one thing. But if I send a specific message that says, hey, I want you to, to I, I say, good morning, Shirley, you know, drink one of your green smoothies and then go to the gym and run three miles and text back your time when you're done so that I know you did it. Right now, it's a completely different dynamic, and now I'm asking you to do specific things, and you're actually going to respond to me at some point, letting me know how you did or that you're going to do it, right? And now that's a much more engaged customer, and you're just increasing the perceived value of that individual uh, based on how you position your messages. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I can I can see how that would certainly work for coaches because I know when I've I had my coaching clients and they'll decide that they're going to take some action and I say great let me know when you've done it and it's like ooh <laughs> but but you know, that- yeah that's right and it works really well for like if you can imagine like the restaurant industry and it can really be applied to most any industry but even the restaurant like let's say. Uh, you've opted into my text program because you're part of my, like my loyalty reward system or something. So each time you come in and buy from me, you earn points. And now I can send you a text that says, hey, Shirley, you're one check-in away from a free meal at my restaurant. Come on in and, and, and watch the, the football game tonight and, and your meal is on us mm-hmm. or something like that or bring a friend and, and get their meal for free. So when you start engaging your customers in this way, now you're incentivizing them to come in and buy from you or maybe bring a friend and so on and so forth where it becomes a much more engaging um, interaction. Yes, yeah, and I really get now the difference between the communication. It's almost like talking at uh, versus the engagement where they have to do something, they're engaged. And, um, you know, that's, that's right. And that's what we learn, I think, from the social media. You know, people talk about it's all about engagement. You can't just run and leave a post and then run away again. It's, uh, <laughs> exactly. And they talk about the timeliness of the messaging now, too, which is, is huge. It, before it was okay, like you said, you just send your message out there, 
uh, target a specific demographic and hope they see it and then they buy, right? Well, at some point now we've learned that you need to get more personalized with your messaging. And then to take it a step further, now we're learning that, especially with the millennials, that not only do you need to put the right message in front of the right people, but you need to make it personalized and you need to send it at the right time, mm. right? So timing is becoming more important. So if you send, I might, I might be the right person and, and you might send me the right message, but if it's not at the right time, then I'm less interested to where timing is becoming a, a, a huge factor in, in, in marketing and advertising as well. Wow. So you really got to be doing your analysis then, uh, as you were saying before, you, you were collect, doing it, tweaking it, uh, analyzing it. That's right. And I think, I think that's what's going to differentiate people in business. Um, from everybody else uh, right now because right now people are still just trying to get used to targeting the right demographic and, and most people feel like if they can address people by name that, that they've really come come a long way and they're doing things right but if you can go above and beyond target the right demographic with the right message make the messaging personalized and send it to them at the right time now you got uh, a formula for success that's really going to generate customers for your business Okay, uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to our listeners there. Did you get that? <laughs> this is really important, sticky note to the head. <laughs> so that was the right message to the right people that is personal at the right time. <laughs> I love it. So you've even got a formula for that. So so talking about engaging people, and so we've looked at both lead generation and when's the right time to follow up and what's the right message, and then once they become clients, you're engaging them to keep motivated and to have that level of accountability and that personalization so that they're getting their results. And we've also talked that that can be... Uh, uh, put across to different service industries in the, the vertical, as you called it. So let's talk a little bit about payment then, uh, because I know in service industries, we generally get paid for providing the service. And I noticed this a lot when I worked for the tutoring franchise organisation. If children didn't turn up for their lessons, there was a big risk to the owner or teacher of not getting paid. So what's been your experience in the fitness industry and what can business owners do to address this? Yeah, you know, it, it, you're exactly right, and it's the exact same model. So in, in fitness and service industry, more times than not, it's set up to where if, if the customer or the client doesn't show up, you're not necessarily getting paid, and you need consistent income for your, for your business, right? So uh -huh. um, some of the things that we can do as business owners to, to ensure that our clients are showing up um, is send reminders and, and again the more personalized you get with these reminders and, and when sent at the right time uh, the, the more likely it's, they're, they're going to become effective for that individual so what we like to do is if, if I have an appointment with my clients the ideal scenario is I send them a text message an hour before the session a very personalized message right not just this text that says hey that says training session 5 p.m. with David. No, it might say, hey, Shirley, I hope you're having a great day. Just wanted to remind you that our session is in an hour. I got a great workout planned for you. Come ready to rock and don't be late. You know, something much more personalized uh, to 
to our relationship and, and our session that's about to present itself. So now if you're at work or, or you're just busy running errands, whatever it might be, and you lost track of time, now you see that message and you got time to go, oh shoot, I gotta, I gotta redirect and make sure I show up on time for, with my trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier too that you had a different model other than just getting paid by the hour and that is that you provided the extra service and therefore you could have a different model for uh, payment and for charging and, uh, and a similar thing again with the franchising organisation was uh, and that's why they became so successful was because they had a homework uh, tapes and things like that where the people were actually getting additional lessons without having to come in and so you know you could charge accordingly for that so I, I really love how you're working on the business you know not not just in it you've you've certainly worked in it you've understood it you've got your systems down pat and now you're really working on the business so absolutely so in your experience, do you think that people have to be naturally good at sales to make it as a business owner or is that a skill that can be learned? You know, I think it's a skill that can be learned. Uh, I think most people by nature don't feel comfortable selling their services, especially in the beginning. Um, I've heard... I don't know, countless times people tell me that, that they don't want to sound like a used car salesman or feel like a used car salesman when, when selling their services. And I think there's an art to, to presenting your services in a way that it doesn't make you feel like you're sounding pitchy or, or feel like you're just trying to sell people uh, something, but instead that you genuinely believe in the services in which you provide, you, you, you understand that you have a solution to your prospect's problems, and if you can paint that picture, and I have a whole segment I teach on this, but really just, it's our job in business to, to demonstrate that we are the solution to our prospect's problems. We, we recognize their pain points, and we, we can empathize, and we understand what they're going through, and we are the solution to their problems. And despite some of the things that have prevented them from being successful in the past, we are going to put together a program, or, or our services are going to provide a solution despite those things. Um, that are going to ensure their success. And then you just kind of create a sense of urgency and you have some credibility in the way you deliver this type of information. And when done properly, you're, you can get people excited about asking you, hey, this sounds awesome. How do I get started? Or this is amazing. You know, How much does it cost for me to invest in something like this? And when done properly, there, there's a, a science to this and, and it's really effective without feeling like a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I love your focus there is that it's really about the client and solving their problem. It's not about, uh, you know, me and how much money I can make and uh, how many sessions I can do. You really are focusing on that. And, and then, as you say, you're getting the, the person with the problem excited to see if you can actually fix it for them. And, and I love that. So it's time for us to have one last break. And when we come back, let's look then at why text messaging is more successful than email or phone or letter and your top tips for, tips for marketing with text messages. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Well, we're back. Wow, this interview is just going so quickly today. There is just absolute gold in this. If you're a business owner, entrepreneur, leader or manager, if you haven't been writing furiously, then I hope you've got a photographic or memory because there's just been some absolute nuggets of gold. So now we want to talk specifically about why text messages texting or messaging is more successful than email or phone or letter. So what's your answer to that, David? Well, if you look at the numbers, uh, generally speaking, a successful email campaign, you're going to get about a 22% red rate for that campaign. Um, And when compared to a text message, uh, studies show that 98% of text messages are read within the first five minutes of being delivered. Wow. So... It's absolutely no question that, that text messaging has become the number one form of communication that exists today. Uh, and it, it just blows my mind how more businesses aren't taking advantage of, of this opportunity that is there. I mean, it, it's trending at, at a rapid rate right now. Uh, but I, I, think, I think the challenge for somebody who's going to embrace texting as a solution for their, for their business and to utilize it for some of their marketing efforts is to just understand that a text message is personal. So you don't want to just spam your, your, your network with messages that say, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff over and over, right? Because mm-hmm. then they're going to opt out or, or they're going to be incredibly annoyed uh, that you're invasive with your messages to their phone but instead if you could understand that every message you send should be a message that that person genuinely wants to receive whether whether they take action on it or not it should never annoy them right and if you've if you've targeted your audience properly um, 
you should only be texting people who are potentially interested in your business. And then when considering that, now you know who you're talking to and what type of message to send them. And then again, it comes down to the personalization of, of the message and then the timing. Mm -hmm. So when you can dive into those things, you can do it with a text. Now you're looking at a, at a platform that you send out 100 messages, you know, you're certain that 98 of those messages are going to get read within five minutes. So, so in business, and especially in marketing, I think the challenge for us is how do I, how do I get my message in front of my people? Mm -hmm. Well, there's no better way to do it than a text. Just make sure you're doing it with the right message. Yes, and, and I can attest to that uh, just from a different point of view. As we've been traveling around, we've been staying with some of our friends and um, one in particular has a teenage uh, child and they were texting from one room to the other to say, you know, come for dinner. <laughs> just, it's so funny you say that. That's funny. I've actually shared this story on, on previous podcasts, but way before I did anything with text messaging, I was at my sister's house and we were over for dinner and, and my brother-in-law was asked to tell the kids to come down for dinner and my sister went over and grabbed her phone and texted the kids to come down for dinner and like 90 seconds later, the kids were down at the table and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to start texting my clients because this is amazing and that was kind of what inspired me to personally start reaching out more through text mm -hmm. and and that was like my aha moment where I was like, holy smokes, I got I to gotta get all over this text messaging stuff because that's, that's crazy <laughs> and that's the world we're living in now, right? Yes, yes, it's amazing. And uh, wherever we've been, everybody has had their phone and they don't take purses or anything like that anymore. It's just the phone. <laughs> Incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've got a few minutes. What are your top tips for marketing then with text messages? You've, you've shared a few. Um, is there any others? Yeah, you know, typically when you're marketing a text message, you'll have a keyword and a short code. So you want to have, my, my advice would be to choose one clear call to action. So if I go to your website and you have a text program, uh, make sure you make it very clear that there's this one call to action. If I want a free consultation or, or to meet with you or to learn more information, I text surely to one, two, three, four, five mm -hmm. or something like that. There shouldn't be a whole bunch of, of copy all around that, that call to action. It should be very clear, mm -hmm. very easy to, to recognize and to take action on. And an alternative way to do it is to put an online form on your site where you're simply asking me to enter my phone number and, and that would also trigger the automated onboarding process of your text solution as well. Oh, very clever, yes, because once once you have their text message, then you can start your, what we would have used, done in the past with the email campaigns. That's right, that's right, exactly. Uh -huh. Okay. All right, so we, we've sort of skirted around this. Is your program only for the fitness industry or can other industries use? So where can people learn more if they are interested? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to our website, offdaytrainer.com. Um, there's plenty of information on there to, to give people a good understanding of how they might be able to implement this within their business model, whether you're in fitness or not. 
Um, and then, of course, you could check us out on social media. We're on we're on Facebook. Just search Off Day Trainer, um, and of course, we're on Instagram. We have a Twitter account. You can look me up on LinkedIn directly if you want. Uh, David Pitts. Um, any of those social media platforms. We're all over the place. Just search Off Day Trainer. Pretty easy to find us. Yes. Okay. And for our listeners, it's P I T T S for for your surname as well. So, David. Just to round it off, you started as a fitness trainer, turned technology entrepreneur. What's next for you and off-day trainer? Well, we have a lot of exciting things specifically for the the, the fitness industry. Like uh, we're going to do a campaign this year where we're going to help America lose one million pounds and we have the network of trainers and the technology to track it and, and to put that whole thing together. Um, we're really excited about that in regards to, to what we're doing with the fitness space. But, but outside of that, as a company, from the company as a whole, um, we're most excited about going after those different markets and those different verticals with our technology. So our goal this year is to release the technology of Off-Day Trainer to two other markets outside of the health and wellness space. So uh, that is a, a big goal of ours for 2017 and and we're going to knock it out. Oh, I'm sure you will and I don't think you'll have any problem and it uh, won't be the Inc. 5000. I think it'll be the Inc. 5 <laughs> by the time <laughs> 2017's <right>. finished. <laughs> yeah, okay. So last question. From, from all of the uh, evolution and growth, uh, personal growth and change that you've had, what's the one thing that stands out to you personally? You know, that's a great question and I feel like a broken record when I say this. I was trying to go with a different answer. But, but more than anything, I think obsess about your the service in which you provide. So whether it's a service or a product that's promising results, um, you know, I, I take a lot of pride, at least me personally, in in in, in what my customers think of, of our services and, and of our products. So if you're a business owner who approaches your clients, your customers, your business with the mindset that that you promise results and, and over deliver and if your clients can say that as well you know I think you're somebody who's always going to be in business and you'll never have a problem um, making earning the money and making the impact that, that you that you intend to do for your business it, it's really about the customer um, and if you have that mindset uh, I think you're going to be just fine well, David, it's no wonder that you're as successful as you are. I love it. And uh, I just love how much we can learn from each other and adapt what works in one industry to another. David, thanks so much for joining us. It's been fascinating learning about your personal evolution and the solution that you came up with to solve a problem. That's all we have time for today, listeners. I trust you found today's interview inspiring and motivating and that you learned the difference between communicating with and engaging your audience. As always, I encourage you to implement what you learn so that you too can continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit. 
and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.